0: Hey there, welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Show, and thanks for coming back. If you follow this show and listen to the podcast or the YouTube feed, you will know that I have been on furlough, on sabbatical, on a break for the last couple months, actually, and am just now getting back into the saddle. Now, truth be told... I did slowly come off of the sabbatical. It's kind of like fasting. It was one of those deals where it's like, all right, well, I I don't want to go from nothing straight to full-on schedule, which is where I'm at now, without having kind of a break-in period. And so there was some travel, a little bit of work that I was doing in in the month of August. But slowly but surely, I was coming back in. And so that was the the break-in period for me. So I know I have missed... Being able to share with you all, I hope that the the show, the podcast, the content will be a blessing to you. And so I'd like to start back in and letting you know a little bit, just a couple things real quickly about maybe what I've learned, but also even with the show itself. It is going to be changing just a little bit. First things first. I've already been asked multiple times, what did you learn? Or what was the biggest takeaway from your sabbatical? And that's really a hard question. I went into it with a long list of things I wanted to do and accomplish and learn, and very few of those things did I actually get to do. I did read a lot. I believe when I was looking through all my notes in Obsidian, it was close to 42, 43 books Or really long long articles that I went through, digested, thought through, took notes through, tried to link everything together. So that is one thing that I was able to do was spend a lot of time thinking. The other one that I would say that was the biggest help benefit to me was that I actually was able to sleep. I have fought insomnia for a long time. It's maybe you're like me but i as soon as i lay down flat ready to go to sleep that's when my brain goes no let's think about this and that and all of these imagined pains even sometimes or things that could be the result of that is that an hour later i'm still laying there not asleep when i went on furlough after about a week what i noticed was that i started to just sleep and wasn't using an alarm clock i was still waking up early but I was waking up refreshed. I have one of those sleep number beds and it keeps track of your sleeping rhythm and all of that. And it just kept saying every day, this was your best day, this is your best week, this was your best month of sleep ever. And I believe it. It was fantastic. And and I hope that I don't fall back into bad rhythms and bad practices and stress and things that cause me to lose the value and the benefit of sleeping a lot. And so that's the biggest one that I took away from my sabbatical. Now, what I'm wanting to do with this show, we've started up, Sean and Joel and others on our Kavanaugh team are really contributing to it, a weekly marketing newsletter. It's got what we've gone through and curated are the most current things that we see. And it is changing all of the time. Now, that's one of the reasons why I believe our Discover Jesus Initiative, our DJI thing in multiple countries, which that has continued to expand. As I'm recording this today, we are launching a brand new coalition, a group, in a brand new country. So, super excited about that. If you're interested in that, being a part of it, reach out to us here at Kavanaugh. But... I think most teams benefit that way. Like I know there's just so much of the intricacies that are always changing. So we try to take that burden off people. Another way we do that is by providing this weekly training. And so you can go to our KavanaughMedia.com website and you can sign up there. And it will come out every Friday, this marketing rundown of information. So it had us thinking, well, what do we do with this show? I don't want to keep talking about the same things that the, the stuff that's being put out in the newsletter is talking about. And so I began to think that this probably should be more about thought areas, thinking, deeper things, foundational parts of digital engagement, of doing the work of using technology and media to find seekers and then to not only find them and to identify them, but to evangelize them and disciple them. And so what I hope to do is each week share here, whether it's just audio that you're listening on the podcast or here on the YouTube channel, is to share a few just thoughts. It's a theme each week. Think of it a little as a sermonette, a little devotional thought, maybe a little focused time. It's not going to be long. I've spent more time today talking about what we're going to do than even the actual thing. But I really want to find a, a simple thought and share that with you. So let's begin. Let's dive in to the first one that I want to talk about today, which is this concept of simplicity. This was a big thing that I just kept finding As I read and read and read, it just kept popping up all over the place. As I began to link my notes together, I began to see that there is a theme. I think it's from the Lord of what He was saying, not only to me, but I hope to you as well. And I read widely. I didn't just read theology books, I read books about the joy of of living in France, was one. I read books from fighter pilots and all sorts of stuff, programming books. But this thought, kept showing up. Simplicity. And when we really start thinking about it, when we really start thinking about simplicity, there's a lot of ways both in our lives and in our work and in our ministries, whatever, that this simplicity, I think, is important. Here's one of them. When you start really diving into the idea of simplicity, I think you find it first and foremost in the Bible. The early church did not have staffs. Didn't have colleges, didn't have worship CDs or downloads. They didn't have smoke machines. Uh, They didn't have five-part series that I can see. I mean, you got one, two, three, maybe with books, but there was not tons of Bible translations. In fact, the Bible wasn't even completely the canon formed yet. There were not children programs and all sorts of things, but what they did have was a sense of family, a sense of urgency, and a sense of unity. They were convinced of the risen Christ and through a passion of the Spirit were willing to sacrifice. They gave to the poor. They welcomed the outcasts. They faced persecution. And here's the cool thing. They grew. They grew at an amazing rate. When it comes to technology and social media marketing, sometimes I think we can go way overboard, and we can think that we have to have all of these things, and do all of these things, and learn all of these things. And truth be told, sometimes it can be a lot simpler. In fact, our best performing ad still around the world is just simply, how can we pray for you? It can be a still image. It's the message. It is finding and connecting with those people that the Holy Spirit is working in. And that's the key, is that it is a spiritual endeavor. Yes, the marketing part, the technology part, we lean in heavily to that. And it's always changing and there's rules that are changing and all sorts of stuff. But, at the end of the day, It is simply an act of God. It is his work as he draws people to himself, as we, you and I, lift up Jesus together. So with simplicity, it's not just the how we do church and that we don't always have to do all of these things with our ministries or churches or whatever. It is a mindset of just even how we structure what it is that we do. As organizations grow larger, and this was from a book that I read called Scaling Up Excellence. And they say in here, as organizations grow larger and older, as the footprint of a program expands, and as the consequences of past actions accumulate, once useful but now unnecessary roles, rules, rituals, red tape, products, and services build up like barnacles on a ship. To make way for excellence to spread, these sources of unnecessary friction must be removed. And so I started to think, well, what are those things in social media marketing? What are the things that once were useful, once were even true, but now aren't, that aren't there? That's why it's so important for us at Kavanaugh to always be leaning into this, because if we don't, what we're saying six months ago and six months into the future won't be true. And so, as I even look back to some of our old training materials, I, I cringe. I think, oh, that's, that's not really right now. That's not true. But it's not just the teaching, it's the structures and the way we think about things. It's, it's all the, the burdens that we put on ourselves of, oh, we have to do something a certain way. And so, simplicity helps us to go, well, why? And begin to remove, to begin to take off some of these things like the scriptures say that encumbers us, that holds us back. And to think through, why do we have this? Why do we do this? What's really important? Now, this is really key when you get into things like the Pareto Principle, because 80% of your impact is being done by, according to that principle, 20% of the work or the people, or the processes, or systems that you have. So identify what are those key things, and then begin to do more of those. Finally, when it comes to simplicity, I'd love for you to contemplate the concept of that, of just what your own personal mission and focus is. I watched a show on Netflix where it talks about these blue zones, which are people that live to be over 100 years of age, centurions. And in these these people who are out there that live to be a hundred years old, there were some commonalities amongst all of them. And one of the commonalities in totally different places, of part of the world was this idea of purpose, of knowing what is it that you want to do. And here's the thing, in so many nonprofits and groups that we have seen sometimes get to work with, I have seen this over and over where there's a constant, what's the next thing? What's the newest thing? How do we add this? How do we do this? And I think it's driven by a need to constantly have something new to show to donors. So for fundraising and those kind of things, these we're going to do this, we're going to use these phrases, we're going to talk about this, and if something gets talked about, it could be anything, any subject, anything people always want to add it and bring into it. But what are you taking off? What are you stopping doing? What things personally, as you add things to your work and ministry, are you taking off as well? As you're adding responsibilities, are are you saying no to other things? The Trappist monk, Thomas Merton, wrote this. To allow oneself to be carried away by a multitude of conflicting concerns, to surrender to too many demands... To commit oneself to too many projects, to want to help everyone in everything, is to succumb to violence. We may ache for peace in the world, but many of our lifestyles are a form of violence to ourselves and those we love. And this was something that I really have tried to take to heart. What's really important? Simplify, focus in on those things. For me, when I got my cancer diagnosis, it was three things. Faith, making the biggest impact in the kingdom that I could. Family, making sure that it was a priority to be there with them and to support them and to and to spend time with them. And then finances, after spending a whole career and life with basically nothing in the, the, the checking account and no savings or whatever else, not a lack of faith, but just a desire to be able to say, Lord, if, if, this, if you call me home, then I want to make sure that my family is taken care of, that you will provide and give me enough that I can pass that on to them. Those became my focus and still is today. And I'm so grateful for the opportunities to be able to lean into and do a few of those things, and to simplify down and say, this is what I'm about, this is about what we are about, and really focusing that in. I hope that that is something that you are able to do as well, to simplify, to niche down, to really focus in and say, this is what we're going to be about, this is what I am going to be about. All right. Well, I hope that this concept of simplicity is something that resonates with you, that you'll think about. There's a lot more there and we can share. I'm sure it'll come back into conversations, but I hope that you will listen in, subscribe, watch, be a part of this conversation that I'll be having each week, hopefully with you. And if there's others that you think might benefit from it, We'd love it if you'd share that with him. So until next time, just keep pressing forward. Like I always say, make Jesus famous. Keep trying things. And no matter what, lift up Jesus. And he will do the spiritual work that you and I are trying to do. Until next time, take care and God bless. Thank you for listening to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast. We hope you subscribe to it and that you'll share it with those who are also laboring for the Lord to find seekers in their contacts. May God bless you in all you do for him and for his kingdom.